0: figuring this thing out together. We hope this podcast feels like you're sitting with us in our home talking about how to do this thing called life together. Elizabeth and I are your hosts. Let's get into this week's podcast. It's the new year. We just got done with our Wonderful New Year's resolution episodes. We went for a very long time. Do you guys remember that? <laughs> you remember? Yes. You it remember seems that? like very long ages ago. Very long. It was long. It was a really long. I mean, because we did that all in one session. But it's the new year, and welcome back to the Intentional Parents Podcast. And thank you for everyone who has left a comment and rated and subscribed. If you haven't had a chance. That really does help us get the word out, and for all of those people on social media who are sharing the podcast and giving a heads up, uh, please make sure to tag us, and we would love to um, give you a shout out as well, and even be able to kind of know what you're communicating about and who you're sharing with. And just make sure to tag us because we'd love to to share with uh, your com- our community what you're sharing with your community. So please take time to to even rate and subscribe. That's really helpful for all of us. Um, I've really been into something that feels. It's been really painful. Um, I've been doing ice baths recently.
1: <laughs> uh, literal. Literal. Ice we bath. have
0: a we have a trough. What? What did we? What is it called? Is I said it's like I it's think like,
1: it's a feeding trough.
0: Are you eating a...
1: am having you a cough drop because I'm trying not to cough.
0: Oh yeah. So if you hear like a clicking chewing noise, it might be it might be you. I don't know. But so I I started like I've done this before. But where we live, it gets really cold. So the other day, I was like, We're going to, I'm going to do an ice bath. So I fill it up with water. And the next morning, I was like, There's probably going to be some ice on it. Right. Cause that, that's what happens. And I went to go like just kind of push down the ice, but, but I couldn't. So then I put my foot on the ice and I stood on it and it didn't break even then. And I was oh, like, wow. Oh no, this is <laughs> this like traumatic. So I had Birdie and Sloan find the hammer and I was like, Girls, I have a project for you. I need you to go outside and break up the ice so they just were taking hammers and just hitting ice for a while until (laughs) it finally broke all the way open and then i decided to get in this ice bath and uh it was for four i think i was in there for four minutes and which is actually not that long in the ice bath world from but the water's like 30 degrees so yeah, it, it was a whole new experience. I feel like I I met Jesus in a new way and <laughs> it's always, uh, what, what was it, uh, w- w- I wrote this down the other day, Wim Hof said, which obviously if anybody has ice bath, they know about Wim Hof and all that stuff. But he said, if you die once a day, you know what life is all about. <laughs> and that's exactly how I feel. I feel like I died that day and I was a little bit closer to Jesus after it. <laughs> anyway, but we just got done with uh, Comer Christmas and Phil and Diane, you are literally You just sent the Comer kids, Jude, Mo, and Sunday on an airplane this morning.
2: Five this morning.
0: Five Mm -hmm. at five this morning. Mm -hmm. So that happened, um, but it was a really, I mean, really fun time. How are you guys feeling coming into today? Because I know you're already, you're probably pretty tired. You can be honest.
2: Kind of tired and cranky. <laughs> <laughs>
0: exhausted. I'm hoping for some spiciness yeah. on the episode today. Yeah. Maybe we'll get a little...
2: No, but honestly, it was just, it really was a fabulous time that we had as yes. a family. But, you know, I was in the middle of this fabulous time that we were having in family and I was feeling exhausted from another kitchen cleanup and another meal and things like that. I started thinking, well, you know, we can idealize all that. Yeah. Or you can say, this is a lot of work. Um, and what is your end goal in yeah. the end, you know, and even just having the cousins all together Yeah. Mm-hmm. all this last week. The end Absolutely. goal is that they would be such deeply faithful friends to each other that when one stumbles, mm-hmm. the other comes along and says, hey, buddy, come on, let's pick you up. Uh, <laughs> you know, that they almost take the place of their parents Yeah. at mm-hmm. some point as far as, those who are really urging them on to godliness, and so I just thought, I thought that that just kind of got me up and going again for another meal <laughs> and another cleanup. There's a and lot all of, of that there's stuff, a lot just of realizing people. in the end this is really worth the hard work. Yeah, um, but but it is hard work.
0: Yeah, it's yeah. good. Yeah, we felt it too. Yeah, no, it was uh,
3: you know there was 17 of us, and you know. We we're blessed everybody loves each other yeah, everybody I'm loves jesus so and i felt like all i did was dishes watching Diane for an hour <laughs> talking to tammy and then <laughs> last night talking to elizabeth for an hour and and messes everywhere and vacuum and you got to vacuum again and it's like <laughs> <Yeah>. and, <laughs> but but i'm looking terrible. around at all what's actually going on in these people's lives and the impact that's already happening in the yeah. world bringing jesus to our hurting world and so all i could think of was the verse that i uh, humor humorless no but quote humorously. with humor uh, I'm tired I'm sorry well, I woke yeah. up at 3.30 humorously that uh-huh. I humorously quote yes Proverbs 14.4 where no oxen are <laughs> yes. the manger is clean <laughs> but much increase comes by the strength of the ox exactly yeah so you can have an empty house you know dust once in a while and everything looks perfect and nothing's happening but nothing and then you rich. can have yeah. seven grandchildren yeah, and you can see people reading their Bibles, and you can see conversation <laughs> happening, and you can see really the love of Jesus flowing one yeah. to another, and encouragement, and yeah. all the things that every family hopes for. And yeah, the house maybe, but we can but clean it wasn't just seven grandkids; it was yeah. also yeah.
0: three dog. It was grand dogs, three dogs, it was three that dogs. Was and that dogs. yeah, that was over the top. Yeah, because I had yeah.
3: you know two of our kids don't have. Kids, yeah, but they have dogs and the deck and we have a dog now The the dog becomes your kid. You guys are, so you we guys had, are the biggest softies. We couldn't softies. say no to them. No, you can't bring your kids. You're the so we biggest had softies. Kylo, we had Obi and we had our dog trooper, and that was kind of crazy. <laughs> it's very and crazy. And I'm not very feeding crazy. one dog, I'm feeding wait, three wait. dogs. We yeah. have
0: remember though we do so we do our Christmas tradition, which I know a lot of people um actually downloaded and used, yeah. and thank you for tagging us yeah. and, and doing the doing the Christmas tradition. But we did it too, yeah. as as is yeah. tradition. Yeah. Uh-huh. And there was a moment in there when Kylo, who is uh, Matthew's dog, Uh and then uh, why am I blanking? Obi. Obi, Obi. yeah. They all have Star Wars names. They all have Star Wars names, yeah. Uh, (laughs) We don't. They just started. Going nuts, and yeah. they started like it was just this calm, beautiful moment, and Phil's about to sing "Silent Night" and all these different, and, and the candles are being blown out, and the scriptures being read, and just like what that's is true. going on? Yeah. <laughs> so it felt like a dog was going to be real dead. life. It was real, real life. So but- we're we're not disconnected from from the real life realities. We were yeah. trying, but to do I, our, but our I our watched
3: tradition. Diane, who's you know ama now, go yeah. into mom mode last night because we had Jude Moe on Sunday here and a 5, you know, 5 a.m. wake up call, 4:30 wake up calls. And, you know, they're great kids, but it's like are you packed? Are you showered? And don't yeah, forget they're, this. They're and don't forget that. And they're I saw Diane, she's just sitting there watching her in action, saying, "This is what you did for <laughs> for a lot 30 of 30 years. years.
2: Bossy mom. And that's
3: why our kids are functioning and responsible and <laughs> Elizabeth managing a household. She had her list. And everything was written out. Nothing got forgotten. They all have versions, and I had one responsibility to bring thirty dollars and give each kid ten bucks. And I didn't write it down, and I forgot it. So I put him on the plane broke and broke
2: and without breakfast with no breakfast. Well, Jude ate some uh,
3: some of Sunday's cinnamon toast crunch junk cereal that (laughs) our dog gives to each. Oh, did I tell
0: you what happened? He came over. So Jude has some of the most epic hair in the world it's like very long and curly like what every
2: girl wants to have i'm sure yes beautiful not frizz i'm sure jude will love hearing that um
0: (laughs) but he yeah it's just it's just so rad and so he comes over one of the afternoons because we all live in walking distance from one another he comes over and he's got a crew of dudes with him uh who live in our neighborhood who he knows and some of his other cousins that actually live like a block away as well and they all like all these men walk in and he's like uncle brooke I need you to shave my head. And I'm like, are you sure about this? Like, this is a really big deal. And John Mark's like, he'll realize how big of a deal it is when girls realize how great his hair is. Like when girls can articulate to him and he can Uh receive that his hair is great. But until then, so I was like, are your parents okay with this? He's like, oh, oh yeah. So I was like, okay, uh, let's go. And since I'm follically challenged and can't grow hair, I know how to shave heads because I have to do it all the time. So I decided... Uh, okay, we'll go. So we go up into the bathroom, and I'm like, "All right, let's do this." And it was so much hair. I mean, I cannot. I it did t-
2: not know you were responsible. For well, no, not oh, responsible. Yeah, I was. It took like I an was. Hour.
0: Um, I knew entrusted <laughs> with. No, he came over, and yeah. and it was like. It, it took so everywhere. long to just even get get. I mean, you'd think shaving a head's easy. It is not. It is not as simple when you start from that long. Anyway, so uh, that was a, that was a highlight. And then he went and then he went and just bleached the whole thing too. So. Really, lots of really yep. interesting things going on here. <laughs> Teenage
2: grandkids, yeah. yeah.
0: So speaking yeah. of being tired and cranky and maybe even a little angry, uh, today <laughs> yes. we're actually... Um, is we're, there
2: a parent alive right now who is not doesn't feel post-Christmas, that? a little bit tired, a little bit angry?
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, this is actually coming... So like a lot of these podcasts, this is going to come from our real life, mm-hmm. not our idealized life that we'd like to share with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this morning I was writing... And was just, I I I, process, I write through processing, I process to write, I write to process, that's the right way of saying it. And this phrase came down, uh, came to my head, that verse from Ephesians 4, uh, be angry, but do not sin. And, but my next question was, but how? Like, be angry, but do not okay. sin, but how? Okay. And so out of curiosity, out of my own life, uh, I started writing that and then um, just wrote down four ways to control your anger that we know from not only like the Bible, but from psychology. And then as I was talking to the team about it, we decided to talk about it today. And then Diane added one and Elizabeth added another. So uh, we might add some more, but I'm pretty sure right now we're going to do six. But we want to talk about how uh, how can you be angry? <laughs> and that's a pretty um, understandable thing at this time of life, uh, but not sinning. How can we actually step in line with Jesus and actually... Love well and be present to our kids. So, um, and
1: maybe, maybe a little more simply put, what do we do when we're tempted towards sinful anger? Because Mm -hmm. as a parent, we are tempted towards sinful anger on an hourly basis. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It feels like quite often. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. So I think maybe a real practical: what do we do when we? know that that's coming when we know that the lashing out is about to happen Mm -hmm. and yet Mm -hmm. sometimes we're gifted with this moment of pause Mm -hmm. to be able to make a conscious choice in that moment of how we respond and sometimes we don't yeah um and and we have to go make the repair
0: well and and uh you know to be transparent but not overexposing this was coming from our life because uh last night everything starts winding down today school starts again and uh one of our kids was just having a really hard time coming down from everything and coming back into reality. And so they had just really, um, not wanted to just go along with the flow. They did not want to go along with the flow and they did not, uh, want to just obey the simple stuff, like just take a shower or whatever it was. And it just got, you know, real a lot of emotions, a lot of intensity from this, this one. And my response was at first it was very gracious i was i would like to note Yeah. <laughs> can you please back me up on that? at first for the first hour i was incredibly level-headed and i was incredibly calm actually quite proud of myself only to have a second hour where i was not proud of myself and was too intense and was frustrated and angry and you know raising my voice in the whole thing and it's, it is so tricky sometimes to be a parent, which we all know, mm-hmm. and we've all been in those spaces. So this is coming from like real moments and opportunities mm-hmm. from our life. And, and you can fill in your own story wherever you're at right now. Uh, and I know Phil and Diane, you have many, but we, you know, this is an ongoing thing. And if it hasn't happened in the last couple of weeks, I'm sure it will happen soon. Mm-hmm. So we want to talk about that. And we want to talk about what the Bible says about that. And then how you can really, what are the six things you can do right now today to be aware, to be angry and to not sin. When you're mm-hmm. tempted to step into anger mm-hmm. in a simple way, how can you actually stop uh, and reverse and even not cause damage? So we we all game to go there, team? Yeah, yeah. and I think
1: yeah, it's them. also necessary to be said there is not a person sitting at this table, or at our kitchen table, all four of us. There's not a one of us that doesn't strung, struggle with anger yeah. in some various form. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anger, control,
0: well, anger's anger control. is a form of control. a form of control. Yeah.
1: So this is coming from a place of deep empathy in the trenches of it with you. And I think it's so interesting. It wasn't surprising. And yet somehow kind of was the, we did an episode recently on anger mm-hmm. and it was probably one of our most shared episodes mm-hmm. we've ever had because I don't think there's a human on planet <laughs> earth. They can't relate to this. Oh, that was the one where
0: Diane started asking me all these like very deeply personal questions. I remember this. And then I was like, oh, well, I guess we're going <laughs> I there. I guess we're going <laughs> there. <laughs> but I, good, I will honestly say they were good questions.
1: I didn't think, and I think I said this on that episode, I, if you would have asked me 13 years ago prior to having kids, I would have said I don't really struggle with anger. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then yeah. I had kids... And then, what was the tipping point for me was conversation for another time, but learning the Enneagram, learning that I'm a type one and that ones are angry all the time. <laughs> and I started to read about the kind of anger. It's like this low simmering yeah, uh-huh, anger. Uh-huh. And I remember reading about it and saying to you, Oh my gosh, I'm never not angry <laughs> oh about gosh. something. You were so angry. I as just the water don't you struggle swim. with crazy outbursts of anger, which now I can't say is true anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but, Maybe at the time. I'm going nuts. Anyway, we all struggle with it. We do.
0: (laughs) And and the Bible has some some things to say about it.
1: You are enjoying content brought to you by Intentional, a crowdfunded nonprofit that desires to help families and marriages all around the world in the area of discipleship and spiritual formation. This offering is completely free thanks to the generosity of our growing community of Legacy Builders. Legacy Builders is a group of people from all around the world that give monthly to fuel this dream that we have in our hearts of seeing discipleship to Jesus in the family become a way of life. A monthly gift of $5, $10, or even $30 can continue to fuel this ministry forward. Our dream is to invite people like you to join and partner with us at a financial level and see this work integrated into families. So as you listen to this podcast, would you prayerfully consider joining us? Would you allow the Spirit to lead you, even if it's just to a few dollars a month? Thank you so much, and may the Spirit of Jesus give you wisdom, clarity, and joy as you pray about joining us. And if you want to join today, go to intentionalparents.org and click on Give.
0: So Phil and I, so I was gonna, I, I was gonna read Ephesians four twenty six, mm-hmm. but I was wondering Phil, if you could also connect that really cool thing that you told me about Psalm four. <laughs> yeah. In a second. Yeah. So well, let me. What were you gonna say? Well
3: yeah. Um, well before we give them the six things, I think. It oh I know would be, yeah. I'm gonna read this. Yeah, which are great and helpful. Yeah. Instead of just reading verse twenty six, I thought I don't have to read the whole thing, but I thought I would just put it in context because. Ephesians 4.26 is in the middle of chapter four, which is the second half of Ephesians. The first half is theological. The second half is how you live it out, Yep. you know, in the family and in the workplace, etc. And this is the passage that in our parenting conference, we challenge parents to memorize Mm -hmm. verses 25 through 32 as a family, because it's one of the best passages on relationships in the Bible. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so we, you know, paid Elizabeth to memorize it. I don't know if you remember this when, or not, when you, but were you kid. had to not recently. It. No, we haven't <laughs> paid it recently. When's he was a child. So it's Maybe right in the middle of this me, passage yeah. and and I and, you know I'm not gonna preach a whole sermon here, but just <laughs> basically what Paul is doing, he's contrasting um those who don't know Jesus Christ yet, mm-hmm. you know, which he which you know refers to as the Gentiles in the futility of their mind, they hardness of heart, et cetera, but you didn't learn Christ in this way. So he's talking about, but you, you're you a follower of Jesus. So we're, we're talking today about those of us who know Jesus, who want to honor Jesus, what do we do with our anger? Yes. Because right before this, he says, you um, have laid aside the old self who you used to be, which is being corrupted in accordance with the lust of deceit. And you've put on the new self, which is in the likeness of God has been created in righteousness and holiness of truth. Therefore, then it's all this stuff. Yeah. Lay aside falsehood, be honest, be truthful, mm-hmm. be angry and yet do not sin. It's because yes. of who you are, yes. because you're because you learned Jesus this way, because he's changed your life. Now this is how you want to live. Live out your identity. So mm-hmm. it's it's in that passage That's really that good. it says, be angry. And yet do not sin, do not let the sun go down in your anger. That's verse 26 of chapter 4 of Ephesians. And then the next one, in, 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 there's just a comment there, and do not give the devil an opportunity, Yeah. 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 which the word there is place. Don't give yeah. the devil place. Yeah. Yeah. So there's actually a connection here. If we do the right thing and don't sin, there's going to be a fruitful result. But mm-hmm. if we actually continue in our anger and let the sun go down in our anger, which you know means continuing in it, um we actually open up our life to something demonic Mm -hmm. stepping in and that's Mm -hmm. when we've all experienced this when you're in an argument all of a sudden you go what is going on here it's suddenly evil and you feel like there's actually it's been energized by the kingdom of darkness and and, you know diane i've experienced that i've experienced that so anyway so it's in that context that there's this command yes to be angry angry. is not sin so what what you wanted me to mention is that uh those of you that if you if you got your bible open you'll notice that that's a quote of Mm -hmm. an old testament verse and it's actually a quote of psalm 4 4 which is the psalm of david um and i didn't know this until you know not all that long ago and the psalm 4 is is called an evening prayer of trust in god Mm -hmm. and right in the middle of it uh Again, David says, the Lord set apart the godly man for himself. So we want, yes. we want to be godly. And then he says, tremble and do not sin. Meditate in your heart upon your bed and be still. And that phrase there, tremble and do not sin, that's what's quoted because it's actually with anger or fear. Do not sin. Fear of God. In other yes. words, I'm a follower of God and I mm-hmm. fear him, and I, which means to reverence him. And therefore, um, I need to... <laughs> I need to stop, cease from mm-hmm. anger, and in the fear of God, don't sin. I need mm-hmm. to say, "Whoa, what's going on here?" I need to mm-hmm. meditate in my heart upon it. Well, so, so Paul's actually quoting Psalm four here in this line.
0: In the Amplified Bible, yeah. on that last phrase, uh, meditate in your heart upon your bed and yeah. be still. Yeah, it had uh, in brackets. It says, "Reflect on your sin and repent of your rebellion." Yeah, because we're talking That's about, really and this is one
3: last thing I'll say, and then you guys can go for it. But I'll chime you're, in. You're going for it too. <laughs> we're talking about sinful anger. Yeah. Yes. Anger itself is not a sin. God gets angry. Yeah. But yeah. his anger is is righteous. Yes. So he's 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 angry at the sin and we're made in his image. So we do experience righteous anger. If we yes. see a child being sex trafficked, we go this is wrong. Yeah. And and we we but what we have to be careful with is we're not sinless like mm. God is. So even our righteous anger can become self-righteous. Yes. And we can start saying, well, I'd never do that. I'm, I'm really good <laughs> at this. <laughs> you know, look at that guy. You know, and, and then not yeah. seeing my own garbage. But so this passage here is not talking about righteous anger. It's talking but, oh, about yes, sinful, our anger. sinful yes. anger and what do we do with it. And we all experience it. And when things set us off, our kids were exhausted. And our kids say something and bam, you know, yes. or I our also- spouse. And we react in the flesh.
1: I've also heard it said, and I, I like this. We've talked to our kids about this, that anger is information. You know, so often it's put in this category of bad. Anger's bad. But like, yeah. you know what you're saying. Righteous anger is not It's not a bad emotion. It's not a good or a bad emotion. Right. It's an is. It's what we often do with it right. that is yeah. sinful and is not right. Yeah. But uh-huh. oftentimes it's a signal to us that there's some other emotion uh-huh. Happening. Anger is not actually the primary emotion. It's mm-hmm. a secondary emotion. Yeah. So I think even the practice of with ourselves and teaching our kids when we see anger come out of our kids, say, okay, this is some information. Mm-hmm. What is it you're actually feeling? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What need is happening that you're not actually getting? Mm-hmm. And I think that was so, that just turned it on its head mm-hmm. for me because I just thought, well, all anger is bad and I'm mm-hmm. bad because I'm angry. Mm-hmm. But to actually stop and say, no, this is there's something happening mm-hmm. in me there's a mm-hmm. need that i have or there's an ideal that i have or a desire for control that i have mm-hmm. and it's coming out as anger but i need to actually ask what is underneath mm-hmm. that anger yeah, okay well, like you're gonna say you, something. well just because you are are
2: saying a very thoroughly biblical truth <laughs> way back in the book of genesis the first story of anger out of control in the bible was between two brothers yeah, yeah. okay mm-hmm. and we know how that ends one brother ends up murdering his little brother and but i think it's so interesting that in god the lord yahweh um spoke to cain yeah he He said um so he had already seen um that this this a judgment that he didn't like something happened that he didn't like don't need to go into the whole story this made cain in uh Genesis 4, verse 5, this made Cain very angry and dejected. Hmm. So um, in the margin, being a yeah. mom, I wrote, he pouted. So <laughs> pouting is a form of anger, right? That's probably the my anger can take sometimes a very pouting withdrawal form. Okay. But in verse six, this is what Yahweh said to him that he said, Why are you so angry? Yep. So hmm. exactly what you're saying, Elizabeth. Yeah. As a parent, to be able to help our children and to help ourselves, say, why am I so angry? Mm-hmm. Yes. But then he goes on and he war- warns him, if you refuse to respond correctly, then watch out. Sin is waiting to attack and destroy you, and you must subdue it. Yes, so there's that's like so this, good. like stern like anger is going to destroy you if you're not careful Mm -hmm. so you need to figure this out and it does destroy
0: families and people and so i know we have a lot to say and we're going to Mm -hmm. but let's fit it in the i want to put it within these six because i want to get into this for the meat of today so i know we have a lot more to say on this so please keep adding but i want to go through the six things that we've identified that i know that are helpful for us but also biblically helpful and practically Mm -hmm. helpful so um the first one is take a think Mm-hmm. just, just first of and that, that idea is even in psychology, uh, when, when it comes to interactions, that, that wonderful phrase, think before you speak, yes. right? Like this is really elementary, but before you get into responding, take a think. Now I'm saying all of this and also, uh, not practicing all of it all the time because it's really hard to like live in this mm-hmm. every single moment, especially moments of high tension or stress. So we recognize this is like we're, we're going into this and we're going to be proactive about thinking and writing these down and actually being present to them because they're important.
1: Isn't it also called in like psychology terms, the sacred pause or something like that? I don't know. We're basically this, the short moment in time mm-hmm. um, where something happens and you have a response. Mm-hmm. And I think you were the one who first was explaining it to me yeah. that people who've experienced high levels of trauma don't have, The pause between what happened and the reaction. It's a learned,
0: yeah. But the idea is that it is a learned practice. Yeah, but that you
1: can heal and you can build back in that reaction. Yes,
0: there needs to be a moment right after action before response. There Mm -hmm. needs to be a time and a space that you observe and look at. And so, and and thinking before you speak. So, but this Mm -hmm. is highly biblical. This is not like, Mm -hmm. you know, our words, like stopping, slowing down, thinking Mm -hmm. before we speak is huge. Yeah. Yeah, I just looked at the New Living Translation of Psalm four
3: four. Yeah, and uh, it's interesting because um, tremble and do not sin. Meditate in your heart. Meditate in your heart upon your bed is is New American Standard. But don't sin by letting anger control you. Mm-hmm. Think about it mm-hmm. overnight. There you go, and remain silent. Yeah. Yep. Think about it. So
2: think about it. So obviously, yeah. the
3: scholars that translated the Hebrew mm-hmm. here, that's in the mm-hmm. Hebrew. There in Psalm mm-hmm. four four to and think, e- think about it yes. and in Ephesians what's going on inside of you
2: Ephesians five seventeen talking about um, uh, being careful how we live not as fools but as those who are wise make the most of every opportunity for doing good yeah verse seventeen don't act thoughtlessly whoa so this that's is what we're good. talking about that holy pause sacred pause mm-hmm. is us not thinking. Not acting thoughtlessly, but try to understand what the Lord wants you to do. Whoa. Try. Whoa. And so wow. I, to me, there's a lot of grace in that too. Try, and, and you will get better and better and better and better. Yes. It, you know? yeah. That pause will go a little bit longer and be a little less of an instinctive response as we go through these yes. steps, especially when we get to the idea of taking responsibility. Yeah. That and, helps us lengthen the pause a little oh, bit. Oh,
0: big time.
3: And the Holy Spirit is going to—he's the helper. Yes. So it's like it's like in marriage when your spouse says something that and you want to, you're ready to respond, and Uh, there's that react, (laughs) and there's that gentle voice. Don't say it. Yeah. So I think in anger this happens too because later on this passage says, "Don't grieve the Holy Spirit of God, yeah, um, by whom you've been sealed for the day of redemption." But Um, let all bitterness and wrath uh and anger. Okay. So Uh so the Holy Spirit. We have to remember God is here saying it's God saying to us, don't. Be angry and don't yeah. sin. Yes. Don't sin and you're angry. It's the it's the Lord, you know, yes. commanding us, but also the Spirit helping us. So I think in that, yeah. hopefully, in that pause, we yes. pray. Think the thinking should be yes, not the just Spirit. thinking yes. about. I want to kill that guy <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, or not just then. thinking, or, thinking about how, how I'm going to get back at them oh, <laughs> because yeah. they deserve it. Yes. Yeah. But that, thinking about my, thinking trying my to un- wicked heart.
2: Trying to understand what the Lord wants you yes. to do. Yeah. In yeah. Yes. In
3: the passage right
0: there. And I think that's actually, so, so it is like a pause. It's yes. taking yes. a think is think. To, to, it sounds very British, the way of saying it but you know these four yeah. things when they came to mind for me i was just like take this take this because i know, I know for me that the take is actually important yeah. it's proactive it's, it's yeah, yeah you need to do some things the moment yes. you're experiencing anger welling up with you or you're seeing a situation that maybe on a normal basis brings about anger in you mm-hmm. you need to think about this and invite the spirit and go okay what is actually happening what's actually transpiring what's this scenario? I know I want to say this, but I need to, to not, or hold back. Or so, so that's the first thing, step one, take a think, slow Mm -hmm. down. If you're enjoying this content and you want to go deeper, we have an amazing resource that we want to tell you about. It's the intentional film series, raising passionate Jesus followers. Now this is an incredible tool for you for spiritual formation in the family. And we created this film series to help parents in their God given task to raise and disciple their own children. Now our hope is that we're able to help you and give you some of the tools that I know we so desperately need as we're in the process of raising our kids and Phil and Diane have actually raised their kids. This is a nine session film series on the process of what raising a passionate Jesus follower actually looks like. There's some workable solutions in here, there's a bunch of wisdom from the scriptures, and there's a bunch of practical help in your journey as you are raising your children. We cover all sorts of things like parental roles, goals versus values, what is discipline versus punishment, how do I create a heart of obedience in my child where they actually want to obey, what does a heart of self-control look like, or how do I even help my child in the process of character development. We cover that and so many more things. You can use this film series in a variety of ways. You can use it at your home, preferably with your spouse if that's applicable, with a group of friends or in your community, or even through your local church. All you need to do is head over to our website, intentionalparents.org, click on film series, and then follow the prompts. We have a bunch of other resources there that you can check out, but we do pray that this blesses you in your pursuit of raising passionate Jesus followers.
1: One thing that I've found to be really helpful in my reactions to the kids when they're like flying off the handle about something and my first response is anger that they're acting a certain way and I want to stop the behavior, which... Is effective, maybe sometimes, and effective to a point, but it's not actually getting to the heart of why that behavior is happening. And, you know, we've had it explained to us, and we're going to talk about it at some point on the podcast, just the difference between a top-down approach, I'm going to stop the behavior, and yeah, a bottom-up, bottom-up. approach, yeah. what's causing the behavior, and I'm eventually going to get to the correction and, you know, the discipline of some kind, but I actually want to get to the heart of why it's happening. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But just a phrase that was given to us that we use a ton now is is just re- reflecting back what it is they're experiencing, mm-hmm. forgetting about the correction for a minute. So say, say one of your kids is being really disrespectful and pushing back to you before stomping on the behavior, saying, man, I see that you're really frustrated with the fact that I said no. And what I've found is, you know, the whole point of that is to – help express connect like really help the, the child experience connection saying I see you I see that you're struggling I love you no matter what even though this is coming out sideways saying that first and then you yeah. can actually get it to the heart of correction yeah. but what I found is not only does it make my kids feel seen it actually allows a moment of pause for me mm-hmm. to not just react mm-hmm. to ask a question which creates a little bit of time yeah. to actually hear their perspective sometime it Sometimes it even curbs their anger because sometimes they're able to tell me exactly Mm -hmm. what what is actually wrong. You Mm. know, but I think sometimes if we could just before we react to people, meaning mostly our spouse and our kids say, man, I see you, whatever, I Mm. see that you're frustrated with me. I see yeah. that you're needing time with me or whatever. Versus how often is our first reaction defensive? You need to stop doing what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Obey me right now, mm-hmm. which we can eventually maybe get to the heart, but it actually takes a lot longer and it mm-hmm. takes longer to stop the behavior. Anyway, I've just found that to yeah. be yeah. Yeah. It it sounds more like- helpful for me. It was helpful for my kids. It sounds like that but-
2: that's a pause of compassion. Like you are Mm -hmm. expressing compassion. And quite often if we express compassion, we actually come around to feeling compassion. Exactly. Exactly. Even though you know you are going to have to get to the top down at some point. Because if that child just hit, you know, their toddler... Yes, or
1: and it something. doesn't work in every scenario. No. Sometimes you have to rescue the hitting toddler. But <laughs> that's right. I
0: see that you're hitting your sibling. I wonder what that's about. <laughs> I see that doesn't you're not stopping. It doesn't apply in every scenario, but <laughs>
1: yeah. so often yeah. it catches me from my yeah. own spiral of you need to stop this right now. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. Which And I think you're talking about mostly um older kids who we now have communication with, you're able to talk to, you're trying to reestablish connection. Yeah. as that's opposed to the little yeah. toddler who's just, yeah. you know. Wrecking havoc, and you need to rescue everybody from yes. that one. Um, yes. I think that's important. I that's think we good, remember that good. we yeah. reestablish by even asking or by showing compassion. You are establishing relationship. Yeah. And it's really hard when you're connected relationally to just haul off and be cruel. Oh
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. with
2: your tongue, you know. Uh, so yes, you know, I think, think that's really wise. Elizabeth. Take
0: a think. Secondly, take a take walk. A walk. Take a walk. Um, The idea is similar and it is linked. And I think sometimes these might overlap and you might take a walk before you take a think or you might take a think as you're on a walk. So you don't need to get too uh, married to the order. But the idea is like uh, taking a time out, taking a second for yourself to have space to actually think. So yeah. maybe for you, um, you can do that in the moment, and you can pause and you're thinking before you're speaking. But maybe it's taking a walk. We know that even biologically. I remember with yeah. Birdie, she has massive, you know, sensory stuff, and I remember even when she was six to eight, or she, maybe eight months old, and our doctor told us if she's freaking out and inconsolable because she's having some sensory issue that you're not able to identify because she doesn't have language and she can't tell you what's going on, simply just step outside with her Yeah. and the fresh air and the, yeah. and the breeze and the yeah. trees will literally yeah. reset her. And I remember her saying that and just thinking, this is so crazy that God yeah. designed the world in such a yes. way that when our five senses are in yeah. nature – they naturally calm. They don't accelerate. Mm -hmm. They calm down. And Mm -hmm. I just remember being aware of that. And then I started just taking notice when I would go outside, do I feel calmer? And the answer was objectively yes. Mm -hmm. And so I find for me the movement of walking right brain, left brain, Mm -hmm. thinking Mm -hmm. not only calms down whatever uh, potential fight or flight response I'm having, but it also very much helps me take a moment to think because yeah. I can't think in that space. Like if I'm around it and seeing it, I'm too tactile. I'm too in it. Mm-hmm. I have to honestly remove myself to actually mm-hmm. think properly. Now I know that's not everyone's uh, situation, but I do think taking a walk and taking mm-hmm. a, putting yourself in a good yeah. adult timeout uh, mm-hmm. for your own sanity is mm-hmm. one of the best things you can do. I know Andy Colbert, you said this uh, she was saying when we had, we had her on a little bit ago mm-hmm. and she was saying when you're out of your watt, which is your window of tolerance do anything that you can. She was saying to in, men-
1: in in regards to parenting.
0: In regards to parenting, yes. If whatever you're, whenever you're feeling outside of your walk, meaning you're going to respond, you're potentially going to cause damage. Whether you know, like verbally or even physically, you need to do whatever you can to remove yourself. Just uh-huh. if you can leave your kids home, go yeah. on a walk.
1: She said, if they're safe to leave, go outside. Get yeah. like mm-hmm. get out of the get yourself out of the Not house if- and get one foot back into your window of tolerance. Yeah.
0: Before you go back in. Yeah. What were you gonna say, Phil?
3: Oh, it just something came to mind, um, and, and thank you for defining what, because first I was like, what the heck <laughs> yeah, is a what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But window of tolerance, that yes. makes sense. There's then. a ton of information yeah. on it. Yeah, Literally
1: a quick Google search. It's you can yeah, understand true. what it means. Yeah.
3: So when you're, uh, I just uh, thought I'd throw this in on marriage. So when you're in an argument with your spouse and you're getting outside your window of tolerance, notice I said when, not if. Yeah. <laughs> and one of you realizes I need to remove myself and take a walk. We were uh, one of the couples that still mentors us, mm-hmm. taught us a long time ago and we don't always do it perfectly. That the one, <laughs> this is a little marriage tip here, the one who says I need I need a moment, I need some time. And usually that the other one wants to solve it now, which is usually you and me, Brooke. <laughs> yeah. Come on, let's just fix this, solve this. I'm sorry, let's fix it. And the other person says, you know, my emotions are hurt, I need time. They taught us the one who says I need to go take a walk needs to be the one that comes back <laughs> and says okay I'm so let's great talk. At this. Yeah. Because <laughs> Can I tell you a story? Because <laughs> and I think that that really helped us. It's no. Just, no it's yeah. true. And I think
2: with children even all the more so because it is no matter how your child is acting it is devastating for a child to have a parent furious at them. Yeah. It's a it's a type of rejection and uh, a break in that really important um, connection. yeah. And so for a parent to come back and even, you know, say, okay, I I was losing mm. control. Yeah, um, but I'm back. I think that's really important mm-hmm. because sometimes parents just get angry and just push that child away, yeah, and never say anything, yeah. never take, you know, it's it is the t- next way. Yeah, yeah, but it's
0: know? it's a te- it's temp- it's tempting. I mean, it I'm, I, it's tempting it because, is. because you're trying to figure out I'm so, because it's not just that you're hurt and scared as a parent. You're also personally offended. Yes. You're also like, yes. you've been and mean you feel disrespected. and disrespectful to me. Like, yeah. and, and it's hard, you know, you're the adult, but you need to always be the one that's like, I need to be an adult here. But really every single emotion is like wanting right. to get in the mud with you and be like, right. no, you, you know, like yeah. that's what it wants exactly. to do. you are,
2: but what am I? So, <laughs> you, or say to your child, um, you make me so angry, which is a lie. Yeah. And unfortunately your child may believe that lie. So this yeah. is why this is so important to um, take. Yeah. Take yeah, a walk.
0: Yeah. And I think your, your marriage advice is amazing. I know we, mm-hmm. we, we had experiences with this last night, yep. uh, where Elizabeth was like, I need, I'm going to be done right now. I need a break. And I was like, we talked about this. You're supposed to be the one that says, when we're coming back. So when are we coming back? And she did not. She was so mad. She didn't even she give wasn't me an ready answer. She was like, I, I can't that. tell you. I like, don't know. She did not even like give me an answer. The important thing is that an she answer. comes
3: back. And it should be minutes, not days. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, and that's,
0: that's a good point. That's, that's a good true. point. So we're still working on it, too. Yes, so don't we worry. We're all in process. But I do think that is a good rule of thumb, Phil. And I think that's really wise. And Bill and Lori thank you for yes, that. Yes, Bill mm-hmm. and Lori. Yes, we yeah. love them. So take a thing, take a walk. And that leads to what I know Dan was wanting to say is take mm-hmm. responsibility, yeah. you know, because yeah. so I know you were about to say something. Why don't you start us on this one? So take responsibility. What do we mean by that? Um, and when we say to somebody, you need to not only take a walk, but take responsibility. Yeah. Obviously, some of that's parenting, but what are your thoughts first, Dan? Well,
2: I think it, it works two ways. I think when we take responsibility, then... That's when, because that's the same as confessing your sin, yeah. you know, even just to yourself. Um, but when you confess your sin, you take responsibility. It's on me. You may have done all this stuff, but I had an angry outburst. And mm-hmm. That is not walking in the way of the Spirit. Um, I think that is an immediate invitation to the Holy Spirit to be able to make us different people. And that's essentially, you can't just repress anger your whole life. Mm -hmm. You're you're really looking to him to say, you have got to change me. Because my anger has all sorts of causes and um, triggers and reasons, but essentially I need to be transformed. Um, So I think taking responsibility is like your first step towards transformation. Until you say, I'm responsible, the this anger is my problem, then the Holy Spirit can't really save you from your own self and your own anger. But I also think it's huge for a child. So, you know, I've said before, I grew up with a very angry mother, Mm -hmm. um, who grew up with a very angry father. And uh, she didn't know where to go with her. She didn't have a podcast saying do these things. I wish she had. Um, But when I was 17, she came back from a women's retreat and sat me down and took responsibility for her anger and said these magic words that I still remember because they were so um, uh, healing for me. And and by the way, by that time, I was a very angry 17-year-old teenager very angry at my mom's anger
0: Hmm. which
2: is you know this is how it gets entrenched in a family and she said um diane it's not your fault yes what a gift that's like magic what a gift as far as healing for our soul goes um she didn't immediately not be be an angry person mm. you know i think some of these things we will spend the rest of our lives hobbling through mm-hmm. um but it sure broke the power of her anger over me yes. yeah and i think made me no longer so angry as her at her as seeing her as a victim of her dad's anger mm-hmm. and a victim of her own anger and a determination in my heart of i did not want to i didn't want to continue the generations. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so when you take, take responsibility, say those magic words to your kids. It's not your fault. You think in the moment it's their fault, but it yeah. isn't. They just they just pushed the a button. They just what's the yeah. word nowadays? It's triggered. Trick. Yeah, triggered. they yeah, triggered sure. something that you need to be curious about. You need to mm-hmm. go to the Lord and let the Lord ask you why mm. are you so angry?
0: Yes, and confession is important. Yeah, Phil, real quick. Uh, yeah, just taking responsibility.
3: You know. Admit. Made me think of Proverbs sixteen thirty two, which which we teach in our parenting conference. And when we talk about anger, um, he who is slow to anger is better than the mighty, yeah. and he who rules his spirit or mm-hmm. she who rules her spirit than he who captures he or she who captures the city. So it it's it's saying here we're responsible. It's it's we're talking about self control, which is yeah. a fruit of the spirit. Yeah. God is a god of self control. He doesn't have an outburst of anger, wipe out the whole world. Right? Yeah. So, yeah. and we have the spirit of God. So, we have the power of the Holy Spirit in us for God's self-control to be manifest. But we are the the key. We, yeah. we have to take yes. responsibility. It it doesn't say ask God to rule your spirit. No, <laughs> it doesn't say be, that. It says he who rules his spirit as far as God's concerned and is slow to anger is better than some mighty general. Mm-hmm. So it's like, so the, the responsibility there is, is on us. We can't, you know, say, well, it's, you know, it's their fault. It's, you know, their problem. Yes. You know, they made me do it, you know, yes. <laughs> yeah, or it's Satan or whatever, yes. you know, so we have to take mm-hmm. responsibility, responsibility and and yes. then it's just right here. He who rules his spirit is better than the mighty. And so yes. we can do that with God's help. Again, yes. with the power of the spirit of
0: God. Taking responsibility. You had something, Elizabeth?
1: Well and I, I think we've we've talked about this a lot. Again it's a thing from Andy but that rupture and then repair builds resilience in relationship. Yeah. And so the taking responsibility yeah. is mm-hmm. that repair yeah. that we have to then go and make, which I have to do all the time, which I had to do yesterday <laughs> on a separate occasion than the one you were talking about <laughs> last night. Oh fun. When our youngest we were like rushing out the door <laughs> to go to an orthodontist appointment for our oldest and our youngest had decided she got a VTEC watch for Christmas. Both the littles did. <laughs> and Bertie had found hers. Sloan couldn't find hers and was looking all over and was basically throwing a fit because I was saying, we have to go right now. You're not going to be able to bring it. I tried to help her find it. I'm super annoyed, angry. And she's just <laughs> melting down and stubbornly saying she doesn't want to get in the car. And so I finally get her in the car and I'm just... I rate I'm just because it wasn't just that I was mad that she was having a meltdown about the VTech watch. Usually my anger towards our kids is my own fight for idealism and control. And all flashing before me is my four and a half year old doesn't listen to me. Yeah. I ha- And all these and all these false narratives. I didn't do a good enough job when she was younger. Yeah. She's that's why yeah. she doesn't listen to me. I'm so tired of this. I want to nip this in the bud right now. So I just find myself just yelling at her. I mean, mm. literally yelling at her, which clearly does not do anything. But finally, we she eventually calms down because she remembers there's video games at the orthodontist <laughs> office. So we finally have We deprive peaceful... our kids
0: from video games. Can you not tell? <laughs> this is a
1: not yet spirit filled four-year-old. Yeah. Yes. With a in the flesh mom. Yeah. And so later- so I'm just like, I finally calmed myself down, but I'm not ready to do the repair yet because I'm still just like projecting out into the future and all of the, all these things. But then later we get home and we're cleaning up her room. They'd built like a big fort. And of course we find the VTech watch and all is right in the world. And she's so happy. And so I was like, oh shoot, I have to revisit what happened. So first walked her through. Oh, I probably should have apologized myself first, but walked her through. Okay. Do you remember when you threw a fit in the car because you couldn't find your VTech watch? You need to apologize to mommy for having a bad attitude. And so she does kind of reluctantly. But then I immediately had to say, and Sloan, how mommy handled it and yelling at you was not okay. I was mad and wow. I didn't handle it. Well, Will you yes. please forgive me? Beautiful. And I gave her a big hug. But I mean, that happens more often than I wish it happened, uh, yeah. where I didn't have the sacred pause, where I just immediately went right into my idealism of how a four and a half year old should behave yeah. mm-hmm. based on maybe how on top of it I was with our firstborn. Mm-hmm. And she's yeah. the fourth. And that's not been the case. She's also a very different personality. Mm-hmm. Um. But those we can't. I, I say this all the time and I will say it till the day I die. We can't discount those repairs and how powerful they are. They're so powerful. And it's so easy to want to be like, oh, well, yeah, I messed up that time. I'll get it right next time Mm -hmm. and not go back Mm -hmm. and make it right with our kids. Mm -hmm. But yet we're teaching them more by going back and making it right. than we even are by doing it perfectly all the time, because someday Sloan is likely going to have an in her face, four and a half year old, Mm -hmm. and she's going to lose it. And she's going to learn how to handle that. Not because Mm -hmm. I did it perfectly, if I do it perfectly, yeah. then she's going to have this false ideal exactly. of what that can look like. Yeah, But she's going to know, yeah, my mom had to apologize for this. Mm-hmm. And now I'm having to apologize yeah. for this. But maybe she's having to do a little bit less than I did. Or maybe I'm not losing it about the same things you lost it about, mm-hmm. mom. But I'm still losing mm-hmm. it about stuff. Exactly. Maybe I'm harnessing a little bit. When it comes to like the messiness of things, Mm -hmm. because you always have to apologize for
2: it. That was my trigger. Yes, the house would get messy, (laughs) and that I I used to say. I think the only time I ever yelled at my kids is over such stupid stuff as whether the house was neat or messy. Yeah, you know, and you know,
0: I yeah, I, I well. You know, I think taking responsibility is a form of asking yeah. and giving forgiveness. That's really mm-hmm. important. Mm-hmm. Uh, recently, I was just reading um, Tyler Staton's new book. Uh, he took over Bridgetown for John Mark, and he wrote a wonderful bro- book on prayer. And I hadn't read any of his writing before, but I've loved it. And Tyler's a great guy. I know we're going to get him on here soon. But um, he wrote. He just had this whole little phrase around confession, which I thought was one of the simplest but most comprehensive of uh, ver- like phrases around confession that I've heard. And he said, to confess is to say, I want to name my symptoms completely and comprehensively because I want healing completely and And comprehensively. And I think that is something for all of us to to remember is that we, we really do want to be completely and comprehensively healed. But that takes you being honest about your yes. sin, taking responsibility for where you're at and taking responsibility yes. for your own anger. And yeah. it doesn't start, it can't happen unless you are actually fully honest because you can't experience yeah. full healing.
2: It, don't you think that's a little bit like the metaphor that Jesus often used of between darkness and light? Yeah. So you're bringing your own flaws and failures into the light yeah. where where the Holy Spirit wants to do his magnificent transformation, Mm -hmm. um, where as long as we hide them, which is a false narrative right there, because you can't hide your flaws from your kids. You, you know, you go yelling at your kids because their closet is a disastrous mess. (laughs) And you know that you're the one who has to organize it because they're not capable of it. that doesn't hide your sin from your kids. They're very aware that you did a wrong thing. Yeah, absolutely. So to bring it out and to confess it is, yeah. is a relief to everybody. For it, yeah. And it's a chance for the Holy Spirit to do some magnificent work that we cannot do just by determining not to be angry.
0: So take a think, take a walk, take responsibility. I got to say
3: one more thing about bringing the darkness into the light, though, because she just made me think of a verse. It's really short. Go ahead. Okay. Go
0: ahead. We're going to go to the next one real quick after
3: this first first john 1 7 which right after that is talking about confessing our sins mm-hmm. but it says if we walk in the light oh as yeah. he is in the light yes. as he himself is in the light we have fellowship with one another yes And that's what you're exactly. We're talking repair. about with your children what, so rep- repairing we repair. have fellowship with one another that's the repair and mm-hmm. the blood that's of true. jesus his son cleanses us from all sin yeah. so that's amazing anyway, that's I just actually think the that's fellowship. summed
0: up ever, or that's summed up yeah Mm-hmm. The taking responsibility, the confessing, and the repairing—all mm-hmm. in one verse. There Good job, go. Phil. You knew <laughs> it. You knew it. Well, it was
3: when Diane started talking about darks and light; it just popped in my head.
0: So, take a thing, take a walk, take responsibility. Fourthly, take help. Um, and the idea with this is—is is prayer is yes. the Holy Spirit. Don't go in on this alone. So, the first thing yeah. I would say—I know for me—is to pray to invite the Holy Spirit. And to ask for help that is beyond yourself. I think that's incredibly important. And to realize you need help. And help doesn't just mean just for clarity. It doesn't just mean praying and and asking the Holy Spirit. I think that is step one. I think step one is get the help of the Holy Spirit for that moment. And for the ongoing awareness, that's really important. But then I also think it's asking help from a spouse, asking help from maybe help. It looks like counseling or therapy for you. Don't just stop with this one yes. moment, but take help outside of, uh, yeah. with and outside of the Holy Spirit as well. Yeah, and I think it's an incredible uh, gift to you when you yeah. can actually step into that and ask the Holy Spirit, and He comes and yeah. He comforts you. And, and as Phil you said earlier, He's the Helper. He's yes. the one that comes in and helps. Oh, yeah, you and strengthens. Well, you just
3: made me think of another verse. You want to go first? No, go ahead. Well, just Psalm forty-six, one, which most people know this. God is our refuge and strength. A very present help mm-hmm. in, in trouble. Time. Yes. Well, again, the Hebrew scholars in the margin here, whenever they couldn't decide this, are we going to say a very present help or this? Listen to in the, bun- abundantly available for help mm. in tight places. Whoa. Okay. So, so there, God is That's the good. helper. He's the easer, right?
2: He's the easer. That's exactly <laughs> where I was going to go. So a woman <laughs> is called in Genesis chapter two, a mm-hmm. uh, help to uh, correspond with Adam. I did a long study, and I've talked about it before, but that word is ezer, which is constantly what God calls himself. And it's not um, a soft word. It's a military might of a word. So when David's crying out in Psalm 30 times, he uses that word to cry out to God for help, and it's he's basically saying, "I need you as a warrior at my back. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I need you to fight for me."
0: I think you just talked about this on uh, for I your did. New Year's resolution thing because, or the the one of the big takeaways of the year. Yes, yes and the reason I'm I mentioning did. that is because if this is tickling your ears, go back and listen to the last episode uh, because you went in even more depth yes, there too. Which is, yes. and it's great. It's what you're saying is incredible. Keep going. I just but, wanted, but to if we leave approach it
2: not even just about the role of of a, of a woman as as mm-hmm. an easer, but we say this is who God is all the way through he is this kind of help and we can cr- David's always crying out to God for help and i think that we need to be doing the same thing
0: i totally agree i'm dying laughing cuz so Phil was using the bathroom, and I think the toilet fell. The toilet <laughs> lid fell pretty hard. That's hey, that's real life. This is uh-huh. how we do stuff.
2: We've been up since four thirty.
3: Yeah, drinking you can't. Tea and yeah, coffee.
0: door door noises. We can't. We can't. We can't even be responsible. I, for I got something else to say on this point. Which which one, which one are, you, uh, are you? Still on? Are you still on? We went on, to the last are one. Still on help? Are you still, <laughs> still on help? <laughs> <laughs> You're still on help, aren't you? Yeah. yeah. We went to the last one without you. Well, we're already to the last one. So I
3: think God. You know, there's Psalm forty-six, one. God is our refuge and strength. You know, abundantly available for help in tight places. Like God saying, "I'm right here." Yes, if, if you'll I come to me. Yes. Yeah. So right you know, the Bible says, "Confession yeah. sends to one another." So like, I'm I'm exhausted right now. I've been ups- I woke up at three thirty and I knew I had to get up by four thirty, and I just kind of never felt really back asleep. And so we were talking, we, before we started this podcast, we're problem solving some stuff. Yeah. And solving I'm just the world's like, problems. It's crabby. Can't. So Diane said, I need to talk to you for a minute. <laughs> and I was like, You can say anything you want in front of these guys. So yeah. she takes me aside and basically says, You're not in the spirit, you're in the flesh. <laughs> you're being judgmental and critical. And, oh. and so I said, yeah I, I, so yeah. I, you know, by God's grace, I said, Yeah, you're right. I need help. Yeah. And I help. so um, I think that, that's a good we we posture. never get to the I mean maybe you know we talk about people being I don't do you know, having that. arrived I don't think you ever fully arrived, but yeah. you know we yeah. should be it should be we should be quicker yeah to ask for help not slower yes yeah. but we always need to ask for help I guess so, that's what I'm saying yes including and me <laughs>
0: take help is and then the last two I'm gonna we're gonna give you really quick but they are so 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 important is take a word mm-hmm. uh, scripture and Diane I know you had. Yeah. Uh, gave this, but what was the verse in James you were, uh, James? Oh, I think it was yeah. 119. So this, I would love this, for you to just to read that for a sec.
2: So, I this That's is a really cool. verse that came to me as a young mom. It was okay. great, great conviction as I was trying to climb out of a heritage of, of anger that oh. I was adopting as my own method as well. So, mm-hmm. it came out of James 1 19 and 20. Um, my dear brothers and sisters, this is a new living, mm-hmm. be quick to listen slow to speak, and slow to get angry. Mm. Your anger can never make things right in God's sight. In in, in um, the New American Standard, it says, for the anger of man mm-hmm. cannot achieve, achieve the, the righteousness. righteousness of God. Yeah. And I was constantly, as a young mom, first-generation Christian, I wanted the righteousness of God to be yeah. inherent in our family. We mm-hmm. needed a new, fresh start and so i realized that okay if i'm going to use this method and it is in some ways a method of discipline in america Mm -hmm, we mm -hmm. use anger and shameful words to Mm -hmm. to give our children what they deserve i mean those are all phrases that i i think most of us have heard yep um But when God says the righteousness um, that we will never achieve the righteousness of God in our family by using anger as a means of control and discipline, that's something to take really seriously. So I would that would come to my mind all the time when my kids were pushing all of my buttons and I was
0: responding in anger,
2: but taking a word, I think the yes. Holy Spirit and those moments that are all emotion and you're not thinking and you're not walking, you're not taking responsibility, you're not even crying out for help, He is able to use his word, you know, I don't hundreds of times I felt like th- this verse, James one nineteen and 20, hmm. God used as a Holy Spirit used who thinks, speaks faster than I can speak or think mm. would insert that verse into me, and my, many, many, many times it allowed me to just say nothing Yeah. and yeah. deal with yeah. my anger.
3: Well, the word of God is so powerful. Remember that when is. when we planted Solid Rock, and you were raising up women leaders, mm-hmm. and you were telling them when you're praying for other women, give them a word from, a the, word, word from the word because yeah. you believe yeah. in the power of the word. But yeah. I was just looking at when you just quoted that. I looked at the uh-huh. next verse, which actually mentions the word in in the New Living, it says human anger, this is the anger of man does not achieve righteousness uh-huh. of God. Human anger does not produce the righteousness God desires. Yeah. So get rid of all the filth yeah. and evil in your lives Yeah. <laughs> and humbly accept the word uh-huh. God has planted in your hearts for it has the power to save your souls. Mm. Yes. So I feel like the word of God and is planting powerful. Planting it in your soul. And so, yep. you yes. know. So take a word God's, that
0: could look like memorization, yeah. like yes. Diane is yes. saying. That could be like, hey, take a moment. Meditating actually, on a scripture, yeah. reading the scripture, actually reading, saying it out loud. Or yep.
2: three by five cards yeah. on your windowsill yes. or whatever it takes to to get it into your way of thinking. Yes.
0: yeah. So take a think, take a walk, take responsibility, take help, take a word. And last but not least, Elizabeth, yours, Take grace. grace. And I think this is a great way to end it. Uh And uh, I know you were saying, Elizabeth, be curious and compassionate and ask questions like, why am I angry? Uh And not to be harsh on yourself. You want to go a little bit into that?
1: Yeah, well, I think, you know, we we all know we're in a current cultural moment where we have more self-awareness and tools than we've ever Mm -hmm. had. And I think... You know, any parenting ministry has to be so careful to not communicate. Well, if you just do it this way, oh, yeah. and if you just are never angry, and if you mm-hmm. are, you know, create secure attachment with your children, it can I, like
0: can I say though, if you're following those those things right now, and that's in you're listening to people that are saying that all the time, they're not being honest with you all the <laughs> way. They're yes. being they're only sharing portions of the truth because well, that's not how I, how it I think works. it's
1: I think it's a way that the enemy just gets in there Mm -hmm. and just tells these lies Mm -hmm. that it's all dependent on me. It's dependent on me being perfect. It's dependent on me showing them the way of Jesus. Being the
0: best parent. and Yes. Being the best parent. And I
1: fall into those lies all the time. And I can so easily take God's grace and his power and his redemption totally out of the equation. Mm -hmm. And I can project out into the future like I did with Sloan. I didn't do enough when she was younger. Yeah, that's why she's acting so terrible. Like, <laughs> not, and I project not her out, own sin nature no. just because you didn't <laughs> no. do a good job. Yeah. Because I've believed a lie that if I don't do it right, it's not going to turn out okay. Wow. And I, I can so often yeah, without even good. realizing I'm doing it, take God's incredible, miraculous power out of it. And how my therapist says this to me all the time because I think she knows I don't, I don't live it. She says. And she just gets real like quiet and spirit filled about it. But she says, what does God do when we come to him and say, I messed up again. I was angry again. He says, I know. Yeah. Yeah. He's not surprised. I know. (laughs) Yeah. I died for you. I know. Yeah. I knew it was going to happen. Yeah. Come That's here. That's an
0: incredible Let Sally impression. In. That's yeah. an incredible No, it's totally Sally.
1: her. Just no, like, I know. It's, it's you know, we're, I getting, mean, she, we're getting her on the podcast. I actually wrote myself a note during this of I need to send her dates. So okay. I'm so excited for you Sally all to meet her in is this avenue. Sally going to blow but,
0: your mind. Yeah, she's very incredible. But I
1: think we have to have daily before us the reminder that our God is a God who redeems. That when yes. you read Hebrews 11, which I know we're actually going to do a podcast about, but mm-hmm. the men and women of faith. They are men and women who messed up yes. big time, Yes, who didn't trust God, who tried to control things their own way, tried to move God's hand in their own time, who made these horrific mistakes. And that chapter is not about their mistakes. It's about the amazing yeah. things God did through them and how happy God is with their with their faithfulness and their trust. Yes. And coming back and, to him again yes. and again. So, yes, yes, we can do all the right things. We cannot control the outcomes of our children, their own sinful nature, what happens when they're out of our home. But we can trust and believe in a God that is so much bigger than our failure Yeah, and who can use all the moments that we're sure we are damaging our children and he can use them for their formation. And Yes. yes, all of these things we said are super important. Taking time to think not lashing out in anger, going back and doing the repairs. God, that's part of his redemption. But I think we have to always have before us that God forgives us and he loves us, he forgives our kids, and he loves our kids.
0: So I see Phil and Diane, you both have something that I can't see. You're both like small children right now with getting us <laughs> yeah. on your face. What is, what is going on over there? I'd yeah. love to know. We just what's... both have a quote we oh, both this, have quotes mine's shorter that's, than hers that's Andres. amazing that's amazing so well what a prophetic gift so go yes give it give, why so don't we it. end here you guys share so your so quotes so one of one the
3: people that mentors Diane is Amy Carmichael who was who died the year Diane I was, was say born say she's still yes. alive yes, yeah, yeah and <laughs> she's mentoring me now I'm reading yes. a she is a devotional. She's, you know, she's no, my cloud of witnesses oh, she's I in the cloud of witnesses but you're talking about grace extending grace to yourself Yes. there is no perfect parent we're all in process but so she quoted in one of her devotionals an old Keswick hymn. The Keswick convention happens in England. I got to go there once. It's it's beautiful. It's amazing. But I don't know what this hymn is. It's just a Keswick hymn. The cross now covers my sin. The past is under the blood. Yes. And it's just to remember instead <laughs> of shaming myself, you know, to repent, of course, but realize this is why Jesus died. Yeah. He lived the only sinless life. And the the regrets we have are covered by the blood of Christ. Mm. And Paul said, forgetting what lies behind us, press forward. So anyway, I just want to yes. quote that. The cross now covers okay. my sin. The past is under the blood. That's a great
0: quote. And what's your quote, Diane?
2: Okay, so mine came out of me being very tight, trying to get ready for Comer Christmas. So here's, <laughs> here's real honesty. And Phil had heard this quote from an Anselm of Canterbury. I don't even know who that is, though. I've seen him quoted several times. But this, I think, is just a word of blessing for us. Yeah. Put aside now your weighty cares and leave your wearisome toils, toils. Excuse mm. me. Leave your wearisome toils, like like as if I have to be perfect to raise a child who loves and follows Jesus. Mm. Yeah. Leave your wearisome toils, toils. Abandon yourself for a little to God mm. and rest for a little in him yes out of that place i think that is so attractive to your Mm. child who is also going to mess up Mm. when they see mom or dad be able to just come to the end of themselves and say okay it's not me this is this has to be Jesus. he actually is a savior mom and dad are not the savior Mm. our children need to get to a point of need just like we do to where they cry out to him and say, I can't, I abandon myself yeah. to you. And um, I think our children are going to learn more from, like Elizabeth said, from our failure and then are turning to him, putting aside those toils and and that striving, coming away with him for a little while, finding that place of rest and forgiveness and grace. They, that's more attractive more attractive than the person who's always perfectly put together oh yeah gosh we cannot forget that he is our savior mom and dad cannot save their kids
0: well that's such a helpful reminder so next time you are feeling anger or you're experiencing anger be angry but don't sin and the question is how we're just going to go through these six really quick take a think take a walk take responsibility take help take a word and take grace Thank you for listening to today's podcast. If this podcast has blessed to you in any way, here's a few ways that you can partner with us in this ministry. First is to give. Intentional Parents is a nonprofit and we rely on the generous giving of our partners. So please head over to our website, intentionalparents.org slash give if you would like to become one of our partners through giving. Second is to share it. If this has at all been helpful to you, we encourage you to share it with your friends, your family, and those that you know would be blessed by it. Third is to follow us on social media platforms, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. You can find us on Instagram at intentional underscore parents. And lastly, if you would head over to iTunes, if you enjoyed today's episode and leave a review on iTunes, this helps us bring more hope, help, and healing for families.